Unfortunately, our Sunday sermon podcast didn't record well. There was sort of drops in the recording. So I'm redoing it. And um, so we'll just get started then. So this is going to be in a form of a podcast then more than a sermon on a Sunday in front of an audience. What we're doing today is I'm, I'm, I've been trying to show you a path, a path, there's many, many different paths, but a path in which young people, specifically young girls, would be predictively programmed to operate and behave in specific situations as they get older and as they transition into various different ages. And these paths, these predictive programming at each one of these stages tries to enmesh the child, the young girl, the young adult, the newly married woman, the married woman into the occult and to defile her spirit. Last sermon we dealt with, uh, we looked at, very briefly at nurture. We looked at Thelema that came from Crowley, which we, which I believe heavily influenced um, the, the early 20th century from Hollywood education, music, etc. And then we looked at the crown and conquering child, which was the age of Horus, which are very, very strongly promoted by Crawley, uh, Alistair Crawley, and then also how it began to, how it's beginning to come through uh, the programming into all forms of um, entertainment, music industry, TV, Hollywood movies, and education. And then we also looked at, we, begin, we began to look at how do people get there. And so I started to show you the Disney way of uh, predictive programming. Now that's just a brief introduction from what we spoke about last week. Um, there have been a few um, slides that I didn't show from last week, but you have the slides. You can feel free to download them. And... Um, Continue to listen to this podcast with the slides that we've attached as well. And what I'm going to do is at each point try and describe the slide to you. If it's a if it's a visual picture, just things to that I want to point out. Also, if it's a, a movie clip and you have the opportunity, pause the podcast and then just uh, copy paste that into your browser and go in and have a look at these different aspects of what I want to show you in terms of their programming. All right, let's begin. So the next phase of the young girl's programming begins. And so she's transitioning from that Disney princess phase into a more early teen phase. And, and, and so she, be, she, she starts to come of age into her early teens. Now, they are now taking what they have been showing in the Disney programs and emphasizing it. And now it's, now it's coming into a more, more of a reality for these young girls. Uh, the evolution from the sweet little princess now begins to take on darker tones. The, the, they become supernatural practitioners, witches. Uh, they get raised now or get predictively programmed to become dark evil warriors for good uh, they get 
programmed into sexuality becoming sexual priestesses or sexual slaves. And I'll be showing you what I mean by that through the programming that comes out of Hollywood music, TV, etc. So Hollywood continues to promote all of this stuff. The object is defilement. Satan is a defiler. Whatever he touches, he tries to defile. He tries to corrupt what God has placed in the person. He tries to corrupt the planet, etc. With defilement comes a curse from God. And so this is his objective. In slide number 40, you will see that I've put in a few programs there. You've got the, 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 the program Pretty Little Liars. Uh, on the top right-hand picture, you can see the anarchy. And then on the bottom right-hand picture, you've got the girls. Now, I've not watched this program, but I've just I would, it always catches my attention. You've got these girls walking around, carrying a coffin with them and then the caption there is are you strong enough to carry your secrets notice the changing of dresses how they they're becoming more sexualized um, the next slide slide number 41 you're looking at um, the secret circle uh, let me just get it up here and here you i have not watched this program but just looking at the, the advertising of this program, you've seen an isolated girl and her introduction into a group you know, of, of people where they start talking about the, the use of their power. The blatant introduction to sexuality of this group, the blatant promotion into occultic works, and if you watch the trailer, you'll probably start to notice also how the mother is taken out right at the beginning of the story. And so it's no, no longer animation us, but you've got real characters coming through as they begin to um, look at further training these young girls. You've got gossip girls, mean girls, promoting and continuing to promote the evil sister mentality. So there's that fight. And then in... in, in public media or in the reality TV programs, you've got these, the, the, the girls literally becoming fighters out there in the world. And, and it's, you know, you promoting that. So you get introduced to the evil sister, the vicious mean girl modeling taking place. Obviously at this stage, because they've been introduced into sexuality, they are, there are going to be some who are going to get pregnant. And so you've got this um, promotion of teens being pregnant, promoted by these various TV shows. And also notice the fighting that goes on, the promotion of the fighting that goes on. The next phase at this time that we go into and what you will start to notice as well is the uh, introduction into supernatural romance. I, I would call it a supernatural romance. This would probably connect you to fallen angels, sex with fallen angels, Genesis 6. What you are starting to watch here is the real history of mankind unfolding 
on one side you have the biblical perspective of the story and on the other side you've got the satanic perspective of the story and what you are seeing here is the is in my view in my subjective view is the satanic fantasy promotion drawing people in continually to accept the three lies of Satan that you find in Genesis chapter 3. So here we get here we start to introduce the girls into teenage supernatural romance, sex with fallen angels, a fascination with the demonic and death. Obviously, twilight, people either love this or hate this. And just notice, notice the pictures here. There's something significant that stands out in the pictures, two of the pictures. And there is the apple that has been shown. The apple that has been presented. Uh, and then you'll notice also that the apple is, 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 is with, with the girl. This, for me, when I see this, I, I see them showing me this is taking in the knowledge of good and evil. This is accessing the supernatural mysteries of the devil basically that you'll trace all the way back to genesis chapter 3 those three lies that he gives mankind and this is the knowledge of the good and evil that brought death to the planet in the second slide from the left you'll notice the life and death issue with the apple as well and all of this what you've got to pay attention to as these youngsters start to go through and 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 come of age the enemy through media through hollywood through entertainment through books through whatever is throwing out their agenda the occultic agenda through signs the illuminati signs symbols everything and you need to at a at a at a i don't say go deeply into understanding all of the stuff but you need to know what they are presenting you need to know what they are showing people because here you you you're introducing young girls to become enamored, fall in love with death and evil. That's essentially what it is. But it's a glamorization of this. And so your fantasy begins with this glamorization. And so you get introduced to vampires, to werewolves. Um, you, get, you, you, the, you can choose between what do you want. Do you want to fall in love with a vampire or do you want to fall in love with a werewolf? You know, girls are now falling in love with evil, having sex with supernatural beings. So they are be, becoming introduced. They are being introduced at this stage where uh, they're coming into their teenage years where their hormones are activating. They're now introduced to become sexually active in all kinds of ways and specifically becoming sexually active and drawing in the occult with this. Uh, you've got... Um, in the next slide, slide number 46, you've got Buffy, the vampire slayer, a, an ordinary girl that suddenly discovers that she's this uh, warrior that's there to, to rid the world of vampires and evil. And she allies herself with a few um, vampires and, 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 and starts having relationships with them. You've got True Blood as well, where you've got this whole story unfolding in this, uh, a, a town in the South of America where you've got um, a girl that, is a, uh, that, that discovers that she's a fairy and she gets attracted to all these vampires. And you've got all different kinds of supernatural um, beings in this, in this uh, television series that um, 
promote a mixing of ordinary people in with all these so-called supernatural beings and making it a normal way of life. Uh, but, but these beings are actually evil. Slide number 47. You've got the Vampire Diaries and a spin-off of the Vampire Diaries, which is the originals. Again, ordinary girls connecting with supernatural beings of evil, vampires, which are evil. Witches, getting involved with witches, getting involved with uh, werewolves. All these things are starting to uh, come about where, where they are introducing these girls. A pure glamorization of death and evil. Beauty and the Beast. Right from Disney all the way through to the early teenage years. You know, girls and the supernatural. Linking them sexually to the supernatural. Chimeras. The Nephilim, all into, in, in, interwoven with sexual relationships. It's unbelievable. The more people get into the occult, the more people be, that begin to connect with the supernatural of the second heaven, the more sexually promiscuous they become. It's unbelievable that any connection with a fallen angel involves sexual promiscuity. This is a very, very dangerous uh, situation to find ourselves in as mankind. The first time this happened, we had the flood. Of the whole world population at that time, only eight people survived God's judgment. I want you to listen carefully to Genesis chapter 6 verse 1 to 8 out of the Amplified Version. Now remember, this is from God's side of the story. This is how God sees what is taking place. Hollywood Crowley, Philema is all manifesting the three lies that Satan gave to Eve and how, it, how they're trying to present it. And what effectively you are starting to see here in, in, in Hollywood is a promotion of a new world order. And what they are trying to do is they are trying to recreate this period of time here that you find in Genesis chapter 6, the days of Noah. Remember, Jesus warned us that in the last days, the enemy will try to recreate this period of time because he warns us and he says, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And so what is taking place in the days of Noah is fallen angels coming to earth and sexually linking with humans and whatever else and creating chimeras, and creating uh, Nephilim, and creating giants. They are trying to recreate this. This is what they are working for. This is what the globalists are working for. The Illuminati, the Satanists, through all their streams, this is what they are working for. They are trying to re-establish this period of time on the earth. Verse 1. Now it happened when men began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and desirable and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose and desired. Then the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive and remain with man forever because he is indeed flesh, sinful, corrupt, given over to sensual appetites. Nevertheless, his days shall be a hundred and twenty-seven years. 
There were Nephilim, men of stature, notorious men on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, when the sons of God lived with the daughters of men, and they gave birth to their children, these were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown, great reputation, fame. Now verse 5. The Lord saw that the wickedness, depravity of men was great on the earth, and that every imagination or intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. And so it goes on all the way to verse 8, where only Noah finds grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so the Lord implemented judgment to destroy this mixed DNA race of angelic beings and human beings and get them off the planet because they had begun to corrupt the creation of God. It's very interesting. I've given you in your next slide, slide number 50, uh, the slide trailer of the gods, the movie The Gods of Egypt. I find, I find this movie an absolutely fascinating movie. And if ever there was a movie that, as far as I'm concerned, depicted from the enemy's perspective what the age of Noah was, it would be this movie. That's my personal subjective opinion. Another movie that, um, that I, I would link directly to this would be the John Travolta science fiction movie Battlefield Earth, where you've got this alien race of giant men who take over the planet and um, beat mankind back into the dark ages, uh, you know, and, 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 and begin to mine the earth. You know, the enemy is really trying to recreate this time frame. And so the gods of Egypt, a good movie to watch, but watch for the symbolism. In there, you will see all the Illuminati symbolism, all the Freemasonry symbolism, Everything that, 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 that they picture to be the ideal age, the old world order age, they are now trying to recreate into the new world order age. And, and, and so you, if, if you start looking at all what they're trying to do with DNA, etc., 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 I don't want to go into that. I touch that in my end time um, teachings that I'm doing currently that you can feel free to download free off our webpage or off iTunes. We then move from there into TV shows promoting all this interaction between young teens, late teens, and, 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 and uh, into the supernatural, including romance. We've also got books that do it. So I just want to go through a few of these shows and books. Um, for example, you've got... Supernatural, uh, the, 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 the series, you've got the new series, The Magicians, and then you've got the series Charmed. Now notice under Charmed, you've got the Goddess one. Unbelievable with the magi Magicians one, I started to watch that and I basically stopped watching it. But it's incredible how I believe you will raise up the youngsters from the Disney magic shows all the way into the early teens, probably the secret, and then they'll probably graduate into the magician's show here. And what you've got in this show, particularly, is uh, using magic as weapons, um, using hands, uh, whatever they do with their hands, um, 
different dimensions that they go into uh, and, 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 and the sexual promiscuity that takes place. So you've got this mixture of magic, violence, sex, and supernatural entities and beings. Uh, really a heavy, heavy show. But obviously they'll be taking young people all the way through to that. Charmed goddess underneath it. So all of this is tracing back to the three lies of the devil that he gave to Eve in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 3. Slide 52, we're looking at the TV show Teen Wolf. Again, introducing teenagers into uh, a supernatural world. So you've got these ordinary teenagers suddenly discovering either that they are supernatural or they are connected with the supernatural. You've got chimeras, you've got um, multidimensional scientists using using science mixed with uh, occultic technology, and this pro and, and obviously this continual promotion of sex with supernatural creatures. And here on the top right hand side of the slide, you've got who is your teen wolf boyfriend? Again, full on promotion. Uh, you've got the books that take a child from pre-teen to post-teen with the Harry Potter books. They'll grow up with Harry Potter and then they'll get introduced into these other ones. You've got Percy Jackson and the Red Pyramid int introducing all these teenagers into Egyptian occultic practices. And if you study the pit, the the the, the picture that I've got on the uh, of the of the book there you can see a lot of the symbolisms that gets flashed out and thrown out at you as well and so your children get introduced and what is starting to take place is they bring in all of the stuff into their souls into their spirits and a defilement begins to take place which places them under a curse which starts to damage and imprison their spirit Revelation chapter 13, verse 8 to 10. I'll only read and talk about the first verse, but you can read the rest and really begin to meditate on this passage of Scripture. But notice, verse 8 amplified. All the inhabitants of the earth will fall down and worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written since the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb, who has been slain as a willing sacrifice. We're looking at how people get to the state they get to. And they get to the state primarily because they are unsaved. They belong to the devil. And the Bible says that the devil is the father of all lies. All of them, if they are here at the time of the manifestation of the Antichrist, they will bow down and they will worship him because this is what the Bible says is going to happen to these people. God willing, the weight of their sin and the breaking and hurt and damage of this lifestyle and what they've been brought into will give them pause to call out to the Lord. And this is where you've got to look for your opportunities led by the Holy Spirit to go in and begin to minister to these people and understand what they've been involved in. Let's continue on with their involvement in the music industry, the entertainment industry, with regards to having sex with fallen angels. I've given you a clip here in slide number 55 of Katy Perry and Kanye West with regards to her film E.T. Um, 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to read to you some of the lyrics and then I would suggest you pause and go and watch the film. Look at all the symbolism. When you're watching this film, look at the symbolism. Uh, I'm going to read to you out of Jude <clears throat> in a few minutes and you will see that these angels chose to step away from their places of authority. They chose to fall to the earth and here you will see this alien being falling to the earth and in my end time series I discuss aliens and as far as I'm concerned these aliens are nothing more than fallen angels um, and you will see this alien literally falling to the earth and then near the end of the song you will see that as the dress of this alien blows a little bit you will see the, the the hind legs of a of a goat that this alien has and so there you're getting that demonization there taking place the reference to Baphomet and we'll look at the Baphomet statue with um, Madonna later on as we get into it but listen to the lyrics first of all when you listen to the song listen carefully to the to the words of Kanye West I haven't recall I haven't wrote, wrote them out and as he starts to rap, listen carefully to his words. Very, very, very satanically suggestive. And then Katy Perry starts to sing. You're so hypnotizing. Can you be the devil? Can you be an angel? Your touch magnetizing. Feels like I'm floating. Leaves my body glowing. They say be afraid. You are not like the others. Futuristic lover. Different DNA. They don't understand you. You're from a whole nother world. A different dimension. You open my eyes and I'm ready to go. Lead me into the light. So here, from what I believe, she is saying is lead me into the second dimension. Lead me into the second heaven. Lead me into the heaven where the demonic forces, the fallen angels are. Kiss me, infect me with your love, fill me with your poison, take me, want to be a victim, ready for abduction. When I read that, and this is my own personal opinion here, that to me is selling your soul to the devil. Take me, want to be a victim, ready for abduction. And you've got these youngsters tuning into all this type of music and it's a good song it's beautiful music but if they do not have a very very strong biblical worldview if they haven't been discipled by their parents well what then would be their worldview what would then be their belief system and they start to sing this. Already they're in the world system. Already when that Antichrist comes, if it's in their lifetime, they will bow to him if their name is not written in the book of life. But what is taking place here is a further entrenchment, a further move into these aspects, a deeper defilement that is starting to take place. So hammering down more and more ties, more and more bondage. And, and the more they say this the more permission they are giving to the devil to come in and take place a place in their lives to establish a foothold to build a, a stronghold to enthrone that demon into their life and so begin to affect that area of their life so they continually to say 
They continue to say, take me, take me, want to be a victim ready for abduction. Boy, you're an alien, you're touched so foreign, it's supernatural, extraterrestrial, you're so supersonic. Want to feel your powers, stun me with your lasers, your kiss is cosmic, every move is magic. So they want to feel this thing's power, alright? You're from a whole nother world, a different dimension. You open my eyes, I'm ready to go, lead me into the light. Okay, I want to have this, this, this forbidden knowledge. Boy, you're an alien, you're touched so foreign, it's supernatural, extraterrestrial. This is transcended, senatal, uh, on another level. Boy, you're my lucky star. I want to walk on your wavelength and be there when you vibrate. For you, I'll risk it all, all. And here... Again, a complete selling themselves over, a complete dedication of their spirit to the enemy here. I want to walk on your wavelength and be there when you vibrate. For you, I'll risk it all. What is he talking about? What is she talking about here? What is she singing about here? Selling your soul to the devil, siding with him. Boy, you're an alien. Your touch so foreign. It's supernatural, extraterrestrial. Pause and go and have a look at that and, and then also just notice all the symbolisms, uh, uh, the occultic symbolisms, esoteric symbolisms, new age symbolisms in that. It's frightening. Satan wants to defile the human race. Humans at their core, in their inner spirit, in their neshama are good. When God created man, he said man was good. It was good. And I believe humans are good. Satan is a defiler. He's defiled himself. And now he intends to defile the whole world. And the more defilement he spreads, and the more his message spreads, the more mankind defiles himself by interaction with Satan and his demons, and they defile themselves emotionally, they defile themselves in their body, they defile themselves sexually, and they defile themselves spiritually by idolatry. And this brings down the curse and judgment of God upon our life, upon our cities, upon our land, upon our nations, and upon our families. So he wants to defile us and make us like him. He wants to make us killers like himself. And this gets done through this type of programming together with trauma now the trauma can be added deliberately so ritualistic satanic uh, trauma based programming where they really go in and really damage people's spirits and 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 place those spirits into areas of captivity which we've already shared with you or it can be done inadvertently just by a child being raised in an ungodly undiscipled home so they begin this in childhood and they begin this process as they separate the child from the parents and promote a, 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 a parenthood, parenting, that lacks nurture. They promote the crown and conquering child where, the, where whatever the child wants, the child gets. And so they, they, they raise this child up to be, to have no consciousness with regards to its personal sin. And so they've been trying to live their lives as little princesses. And they have no good 
biblical role models to which they can look to. And so there is no transition from being a little girl into being a young lady, from a young lady into a bride to be into a bride, into a mother, and, 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 and into a, 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 a mature woman, a Psalm 31, a Proverbs 31 woman. There's no, there's no training for them and there is no modeling that they can look to because this is what has been thrown at them 24-7. So according to the program, once, once you produce a child, you're dead. All right, so you, you have a child, you die, the child will be orphaned. So we've seen that in all their programming. So once you reach that stage, what do you become? You become the dark warrior. Uh, think of all the entertainment programmings which points to the wedding being the penultimate point in your life and after that it's all blank and so now what we have is now we start transitioning into the we, we, we transition the princess into the sex adult supernatural warrior goddess phase and I'm going to be repeating this phase I'm going to be repeating this program by picking out one example and taking you through uh, but I'll do that in uh, later on so now there is an interesting program transition from orphaned, alone, isolated little slave girl, to princess, to rescued bride, to warrior goddess. So there's no transition into mother, successful mother, manifesting the feminine, femininity of God, manifesting what God is through your gender. Slide 56, lost girl. All right, so here we have the lost girls. This, 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 this is a Canadian supernatural uh, drama series for television called Lost Girl. And it's about a succubus. Now, a succubus is actually a female demon who attacks men, sucks the life out of them, through either sucking it out their mouths or having casual sex with them. And so this show is about a demon. Now, it follows the life of this character. Now, the actress's name is Anna Silk, and she plays the, this, this bisexual succubus named Bo, and she discovers that she now has superhuman abilities. All right, not demonic abilities, superhuman abilities. And she now starts to discover that she lives in a world that has a secondary world where you've got all these werewolves, you've got different creatures, you've got light, uh, light fairies and dark fairies, and you've got different dimensions and, and, and you know, warlocks and warlock kings and all this stuff takes place. And now she starts to go on an adventure to discover who she is where she comes from, what she is, and she must make a choice between whether she goes to the dark side of the Fey or to the light side of the Fey. Now, if you look at the, the slide, it's pretty interesting. On the left-hand side, you've always got that fiery, angelic wings behind her. And here in the middle here, you've got sort of all those sort of signs and symbols 
But notice on the right-hand side, the, 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 the one there on the right-hand side, just see if you notice something about the poster. Live evil. That's what it says there. Live evil. All right, so this whole program is casual sex, sexual encounters, supernatural encounters, and, you know, a succubus demon is a, is a female form of demon, and you can trace this back to the medieval legends where they appear in dreams, take the form of a woman, in order to seduce men, uh, usually through sexual activity. The male counterpart of the succubus is the incubus. All right, And so religious tradition tells us that uh, repeated sexual activity with a succubus or an incubus may result in a deterioration of health or even death. This comes from the legends of the medieval ages. So this is, this is where the programming now starts to take the girls as they begin to transition into late teenagehood and early adulthood. On the boy's side, he turns into the evil warrior, dark hero who helps people and then ultimately turns into the idiot husband or loser father or absentee father and I'll show you a few more representations of that later on as we get on what comes after this okay in the modern representations a succubus may or may not appear in the dreams but it's often depicted as a highly attractive seductress or enchantress in the old old days the medieval days it was generally depicted more demonic and frightening and this is what you get a complete turning upside down, inside out, a reversal of what really transpires. Listen to this scripture, Isaiah 29, 15 to 16. It's very interesting. Amplified version. Woe, judgment is coming to those who try to deeply hide their plans from the Lord whose deeds are done in a dark place, and who say, who sees us or who knows us? Verse 16, you turn things upside down with your perversity. Shall the potter be considered equal with the clay? That the thing that is made would say to its maker, you did not make me? Or the thing that is formed say to, me, to him who formed it, he has no understanding. What you've got to notice is that no matter, any interaction with fallen angels will always involve sex. Hence the promotion here with the succubus and the incubus. And you will see it through a lot of programs, songs, where they start to sing about the supernatural. There'll always be a sexualization taking place. Listen to Jude verses 6 to 8 amplified version verse 6 and the angels who did not keep their, their their designated place of power but abandoned their modern their their proper dwelling place these he has kept in eternal chains under the thick gloom of utter darkness for the judgment of the great day just as sodom and gomorrah and the adjacent cities 
since they in the same way as these angels indulge in gross immoral freedom and unnatural vice and sensual perversity. They are exhibited in plain sight as an example in undergoing the punishment of everlasting fire. Verse 8, listen to this carefully. Nevertheless, in the same way, these dreamers who are dreaming that God will not punish them also defile the body and reject legitimate authority and revile and mock angelic majesties. So it's really frightening when you begin to process and understand what these scriptures are saying. And then when you look at the modern philosophy being promoted through the media outlets, the entertainment outlets of the world that has been heavily introduced by, by Crowley, Thelema, the crown and conquering child, you will see it flowing all the way through. And when you are ministering to a person, a 2 Timothy 3 person, you've got to understand that much of the ministry you're going to do will be having to understand where and what they've got themselves entangled into and slowly but surely begin to untangle them. Have a look at slide 59 and slide number 60. These are two adverts uh, promoting men's um, body spray. But in light of the two scriptures that I've just read to you, have a look at these, pause the podcast and have a look at these two ads. It, for me, it is horrifying, especially when you see the angels throw down their halos and smash them on the ground. It's truly, truly horrifying. It's truly Genesis 6, the message coming through loud and loud and clear. Slide number 61, I've given you an article, I've just cut and pasted a few words of the first couple of paragraphs, but I've given you the link to the article, women are genetically programmed to have affairs. So from edu the educational point of view, it's this promotion of multiple partners, have multiple partners, and this is not what God wants because Multiple partners leads to soul ties that you're going to have to deal with. Everything that's within that person is going to transfer into you. It's going to flow into you through the soul tie that you establish. And in ministering to such people, you're going to have to untangle all of that. You're going to have to, you, you, you're going to, have to minister to a person who's defiled their spirit through multiple sexual partners. In slide number 62, we have this other article I just put in there for you in terms of how they're trying to say to the woman, listen, you know, as a mother, you're nothing. So here in this article, motherless babies, possible as scientists create live offspring without the need for the female. Absolutely frightening what these people can do. Now, this is, this is my own personal opinion. If this kind of stuff is coming into the mainstream media, I think that they are far, far more advanced on what they are saying that they can do right here and now, and that they've probably done a lot of this stuff in their secret laboratories funded by uncountable millions and millions of dollars 
through their globalistic organizations that we don't even know what's the half of what's going on and the half of what they are doing. Okay. What I'd like to do now is take you through a, a, a give you an example of a an actress slash singer, her transition and how that transition would be modeled by young girls, especially if they've not been properly and adequately discipled and do not have a very, a very, very strong um, biblical worldview. Uh, there are a lot of slides in this, a lot of music slides, video clips that you can pause again and just go and have a look at. And I would recommend that you pause the podcast if you can. Go and have a look at, look at that, or if you're listening to the podcast on the fly, in your car, whatever, that at some time or other, you actually sit down and go through these podcasts, or the, these, these clips, and have a look at exactly what is being thrown at your young teenagers. So, the princess comes of age. What does it look like? We have Hannah Montana transitioning into Miley Cyrus. So, slide number 63. We've got Hannah Montana. Uh, Walt Disney, again, in the series from when she was about 11 years old onwards until she became an early teen, uh, just this young girl and her life. And funny enough, her dad, I think it's Billy Ray Cyrus, played her, her father, her real father played her father in this role as well. And as in real life, as in the movie, he depicted this sort of bumbling father that was more her friend than her father. So not a lot of nurture would have probably taken place here. And it's interesting, as she transitioned, you get in the um, video clips, you can actually find video clips of him wor being worried that she's going to be uh, you know, taken out by Satan. Where were you when she was needing you to nurture her correctly? Where, where were you where you were needing to implement a strong biblical discipleship-orientated foundation within her life at the early ages, at the formative ages? You know, in the transition ages now that she's gone into the path that she's been raised in and trained in, raise a child up in the way they would go and they not depart from that, you can't now begin to complain and cry about what is currently happening. It's already happening. So here we've got Miley Cyrus in, in, in number 63. And in slide number 64, you begin to see the transition that starts to take place. So I've given you a couple of different shots there of the transition that begins to take place. Now it's interesting, if you go, and all, all, the, all the musicians that I'm going to be showing you, these, it's interesting to see the pre-influence of the Illuminati, satanic Hollywood music industry to when they are fully into the music industry, the, the, the change in look that takes place. So in slide number 65, as we, we have the transition taking place, and uh, on the right-hand side, some of those slides are, are actually some of the more tame slides that um, we have of her. And you'll notice, you know, the, the 
the, the path that it would seem that Miley Cyrus is now taking is a is of sexual promiscuity and really a promoting and a fully getting into um, sex and drugs and rock and roll, etc. And this is what she's portraying. Uh, in slide number 66, you've got a picture of Miley Cyrus before the transition with Lady Gaga. And it's very interesting that um, Lady Gaga posted the statement there with this picture, do not leave your children with Lady Gaga. So it's interesting also if you follow her story, and I didn't have time to follow her story because I'd have to probably go into some um, really some interesting, interesting stuff. But uh, in slide number 67, you can, you can see where Lady Gaga swears by Lucifer. Pure Luciferian, pure Illuminatist, pure fully involved in all these rituals that take place. So let's look at Hannah Montana's Breakout. All right, this is the song where it can't be tamed. Now I've got here, I've, I've mis, uh, I haven't written it properly. So, <coughs> excuse me, this is the wrong clip. So what you need to do here is you need to um, look up the song Can't Be Tamed. That's the song because I'm going to use this current clip here later on. So in this one, she this is her breakout clip. And, and I want you to notice the symbolisms here. They're always in a nest. They're always caged in. They're imprisoned. And when they break up, Break out the you, 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 you're looking at the four the wings of an angel breaking out, breaking into adulthood, breaking from what, she, what her past, all of it. So, a lot of symbolism involved here, a lot of um imagery that is that that gets put on the subconscious of a, a, a fan of Hannah Montana coming of age, becoming a young teenager, becoming a mid-aged teenager and going into the, the late teens as well here. And so this is the breakout that starts to take place. In slide number 69, you've got the little fan growing up with Hannah Montana. And in this slide, you can see a few of the of the range of products that Disney sold with regards to Hannah Montana from toothpaste to underwear to shoes to umbrellas from sweets to toys to facial care to body lotion to hair to dolls to you name it the child follows the programming and then incorporates everything into their personal life and so they identify so that identification takes place um so what happens to this little girl who imitates hannah who's grown up on the disney line with regards to all the little disney programming about the mother and about the sisters what happens to this little girl when she reaches the transition age and, and, and goes into the next phase. Okay, now I've shown you previously 
the different shows that are now presented to her as she gets introduced into teenagehood and supernatural um, sexuality. Uh, in slide number 70, she gets introduced to the MTV generation. All right, now this is a this is a clip of um, an advert for MTV of Adam and Eve. Just go through it a few times. Just just watch this clip a few times, and it's unbelievable the message again of accessing the knowledge of good and evil. In slide number seventy one, we have a quote from Robert. Pittman, Bob Pittman, in 1982, where he spoke to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Now, Pittman was the founder of MTV. He used to be the COO of AOL, Time Warner, chairman of Clear Channel Media, and the creator of iHeart Media. So, in other words, this man controlled the majority of the entertainment that Hollywood has pumped out over the last 30, 40 years. Now here's his quote. We're dealing with a culture of teenage babies. They can't watch, they, they can watch TV, do their homework, and listen to music all at the same time. The strongest appeal you can make is emotional. If you can get their emotions going, make them forget their logic, you've got them. At MTV, we don't shoot for the 14-year-olds. We own them. Wow. Wow. So what MTV does is they now begin to introduce these teens into the age of crazy. Slide 72, I've, got, I've shown you a picture of the goddess Kali. Now notice... How she slaughters men. How she dominates men. I've just given you a picture of the picture of the goddess Kali on the Empire State Building in New York City. Can you imagine promoting that and what foothold you gave the enemy into that city by just promoting that. Notice also the tongue coming out continually. Uh, and, 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 and so as we go in, just pay attention to all of these little things here. So what we're doing now is in this phase, we are now giving the teenager permission to go crazy. Do whatever you want. Now remember, this is the theme of Thelema. This is the crown and conquering child. This is the child who has been raised through Disney, programmed by Disney, and in the home raised by Thelema, where it is the will of the child. Whatever you want to do is you do. Whatever you want to experience, you can experience. And so the programming now transitions into the crazy stage. They are now being given permission to go crazy. So the little children in this slide number 73 on the right hand side that are so in love with Hannah Montana now get permission from their idol to go crazy. And so you'll see the transition from the movie Let's get crazy. You'll see this transition from that movie to the song that I showed you in slide number 68, Can't Be Tamed. So you're looking at that transition. You are give, being given permission to go crazy. Do whatever you want. 
but you've also been given permission to go into the supernatural realm as well and so further defile your spirit. It's uh, Miley Cyrus, we can't stop. So we've got that um, slide number 75. Really, really bad stuff in there. What the Beatles were in promoting sex, drugs, and rock and roll role to that generation. She is now, I feel, becoming that to this generation. It's our party. We can do what we want. It's our party. We can say what we want. It's our party. We can love who we want. We can, we can kiss who we want. We can sing what we want. Just listen. Listen to the various words, the defiance, the it is my will, I will do what I want to do. Um, dancing with Molly, that's a reference to the street name of ecstasy. Uh, another interesting line, everyone in line in the bathroom, trying to get a line in the bathroom. Really, really strong promotion into going into sexual promiscuity with every kind of sex things that you want and also the taking of drugs as well. So another one that takes us into the crazy phase, probably maybe a generation before or a couple of years before this one would be Britney Spears, You Drive Me Crazy. So you've got the song by Britney Spears. I've given you the link there. You know, I'm so into you. You got something, what can I do? Baby, you spin me around. The earth is moving, but I can't feel the ground. And so again, I'm so excited. I'm I'm in too deep. Okay, you know, so it's all there, full on. You got Taylor Swift, slide 78. You make me crazy, crazier, crazier. You've got Beyonce. You got me looking so crazy right now. This is this is a song that was used for Fifty Shades of Grey. Also, promotion of sexual promiscuity to levels that were unseen a couple of decades ago. I've got a clip in here of her um, crazy in love. In the in the clip, watch the clip. In the clip, you can see uh, the Egyptian symbolism. You can see her in the slide flashing the Illuminati signals. It's full on. Uh, slide number eighty-one. You've got Madonna. More more to my generation. Also, look at all the Illuminati signals. The covering of the eye. Um, her song, Crazy For You, you can reminisce of your past if you're of my age and, you know, of, of, of the movie and of, of the, um, the song as well. Now, here's something interesting for you. I've just, I've just put it in here because it's very, very interesting. Um, go and read about the scarlet woman riding the beast in the book of Revelation. I haven't got the pictures of, um, the NFL, American NFL half-time show where Katy Perry rode, rode in on a beast as well with her um, one hand holding the reins and the other hand up. Real, <laughs> it's, it's a full-on symbolism here. Notice the cage in slide 83 here. She comes out of the cage. If you go and watch the movie clip, the, the video clip, she comes out of the cage and um, very similar to Miley Cyrus, very similar to all these other artists, she does some battle with these angels here. Notice the symbolisms all around that, she, that it's on. Unbelievable what these people are um, portraying right in front of us. 
slide number 84. Again, you have the woman in red being worshipped by horned dancers. Slide number 85, you've got the Baphomet statue. Notice from Katy Perry, you've got the, 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 the fawn's legs. In the middle of the Baphomet statue in the stomach area, you've got the curled serpents, the DNA mix, breasts, fallen angel, the hand signals above it, what's uh, you know, up and down. And then on the right-hand side, you've got the same symbolism coming through with Madonna. And you've got the symbolism in virtually all over. You just have to start beginning to look for the symbolism and you begin to learn to understand what they're trying to say to you. Slide number 86, we have Rihanna. Again, Rihanna, heavily, heavily, heavily into the occultic. The two left-hand um, slides here on this picture is, I think it's from her her song, The Diaries. And, and, and this is a, a song describing her journey into the music industry. But it is also a song that is frighteningly occultic and of the occultic journey that she took as she entered into the music industry. On the right-hand side, you will see um, the, the pictures from her clip from Disturbia. Uh, again, very, very interesting video. I've given you the link to that song as well. Um, bondage being chained in dark dungeons and start to sing what's wrong with me who do I feel like this I'm going crazy now and uh, just 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 listen carefully to the words look at the symbolisms the the Babylonian Illuminatist symbolisms are being flashed at you continuously continuously all the time remember the devil is there to defile you he wants you to participate in these rituals that these artists are actually doing in front of you, but they are portraying it as art. But it's actually satanic rituals from my perspective. And the more you start to duplicate or mirror what they're doing, the more you are entering into idolatry and defiling your spirit. Lady Gaga, at number 88. As I said, I haven't gone into her because there's just so much I can show you about her situation but there on the left on the slide two slide the two slides on the left you've got illuminati six symbolisms there the covered eye and the triple six in the middle you've got fans mimicking the hand signals of the triple six do they know what they're doing do they have a biblical worldview to understand what that is doing what they're allowing into them what permission they are giving on the right hand side She's got this song, and, I, and I, I tried to get the clip for it, but I couldn't, where she's making food, and she's mixing it with poison, and teaching people how to kill. Pure, satanic blood ritual. So when you add trauma to this programming, if you add the other areas of influence, the programming, the trauma. This begins to take on a whole different level and meaning in everyday life. 
Now, I'm going to show you something here when the when their programming ends. There is normally a breakdown that begins to take place. I'm showing you in the life of these, a couple of these young ladies here in the music industry because their breakdown took place in front of the whole world because the paparazzi follows them around all the time. So around the age of 25 to 30, this programming breaks down and they transition, their life transitions, their world changes, they enter a new phase of life and they have these very, very public breakdowns. The problem with their breakdowns is at this point in time, they can get tremendous help in ministry. The problem is they, they normally go into these rehab centers that have been set up by these Illuminatists and whatever, and they get reintroduced back into this society and lifestyle. And you'll see this in the next slide, slide number 89, this, um, at this one of these MTV awards, whatever, where you have Madonna performing a song with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Why am I showing you this? Well, maybe you might deal with a 2 Timothy 3 person who's not famous. Obviously, you more than likely will be dealing with this kind of a person. But you'll be looking at a stage, a transition stage in their life where they go off the rails and they need, they need ministry and they call out for ministry. And you can, at this time, really reach out to them because they're in the pig field and they've come to their senses and they say, I need help. And so you need to be alert with regards to your training. You need to be alert with regards to the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. And you need to be able to be prepared to step into this person's life and to disciple them, to minister to them, and then to mentor them. What I'm showing you is a case of a couple of rich people that take place. So after Britney Spears' public um, breakup, breakdown, sorry, <clears throat> she appears here where she's been basically restored. And here you have Madonna promoting this homosexual marriage and homosexual relationships. And it would seem that the symbolism of this is Madonna is now transferring and initiating these girls, girls into their next level. And so you've got this homosexual kisses that take place between the two. And so she comes down the stage dressed in uh, a black suit with a top hat. And then these girls come down dressed as um, bridesmaids, but in bridesmaids underwear. And they go through the song with a lot of lesbian kissing between them. But what happened to Britney Spears before this is you'll see in slide number 90, you've got her beautiful girl, blonde, and then she goes into this Illuminati business. And, and, and from my research, what I've read is that she was then abused in the music industry. And a lot of that takes place with these young women. They go in and they get really abused. And then <clears throat> when, the, when the programming ends, 
they they break with that programming and she came out of that program and what they normally do is 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 these these ungodly people they like to have their um girls blonde long blonde hair and unmarked you can see this all the way through history like in 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 the german in the the german third reich you had this group called the field field group where you had these women with long blonde hair and they were into all this uh sexual promiscuity with fallen angels etc and there's a whole thing about that there and when she broke down britney spears she first thing she did was she dyed her hair and then she shaved her hair off and then she went and got a tattoo now going back to the mtv award that i showed you previously at that after that award apparently madonna changed her name to esther not the godly esther of the bible but ishtar you know the mother of god and you can trace her back all the way through to nimrod seriamos and all of this kind of stuff Brittany then went and shaved her head at a salon called Esther's and then she had this very very public breakdown and then was brought into rehabilitation and then basically they drew her back into the industry it seemed the same thing as happened to Lady Gaga and you can see that in one of her latest songs where she portrays herself as um going out into the desert you know the dry places and then coming back in uh slide number 1 uh slide 91 sorry slide number 91 we have another picture of a young girl lindsay lohan another sad story of of these disney girls going in and having these public uh, breakdowns going into drugs and all that kind of stuff it's it's really really interesting now the next one is Anna Nicole Smith really another sad story now <clears throat> what i did on sunday when i preached the sermon i got before i announced who i was going to talk about i said i want everybody to close their eyes and uh listen to the clip but with the eyes closed so you're not seeing the video clip and then when they when i'd finished playing the clip i asked them how old was was the woman or the girl in the clip and so i got an age from between 5 and 7 years old now this was where they portrayed anna nicole as oh she's whacked out of her mind etc but I, i personally i don't think so go and have a look at the clip and then come to slide number 93 here you've got this young girl that grows up and her story is that she was abused by a police mother and went in to become a playgirl uh passed around from man to man and eventually she was passed on to this billionaire oil tycoon whom she married and then who died shortly afterwards and the story gets even wilder and wackier from that point onwards but in that clip above what you see there is a this is i believe is a dissociative identity disorder personality manifesting so the little girl that was abused manifest now and what do little girls do you you she go and play with your makeup they, you can you can literally see it all taking place there and so you have another very very sad story 
of what takes place when their programming breaks and all the trauma is applied and the tragic end of people in the world that actually don't have the ability to be able to be set free from captivity according to the ministry that Jesus has given the church in Isaiah 61 and in Luke as well. Slide number 94, the famous 27 Club. This is a club where to be a member of it, you've, you would have to be a person who has died at the age of 27. Um, and these are all musicians. Now, we can say it's speculation. We can say it's coincidence. We can say a lot of things, but it's certainly very, very interesting that there have been so many of these musicians that have died at the age of 27. Charles R. Cross, biographer of Cobain and Hendrix, said this, the number of musicians who die at 27 is truly remarkable by any standard. Although humans die regularly at all ages, there is a st statistical spike for musicians who die at age 27. Very interesting. My, my a personal thought that I had, absolute speculation. Could it be that many of these people might have sold their souls to the devil? And we've got other musicians that have been recorded saying that. And that the devil came calling to call in their contract. And so at the age of 27, these people somehow or another died, ritually sacrificed. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking about that. Another interesting point is with, with regards to the men. Often these men have these very, very strong women next to them who are fully involved in the occult. So you've got Jim Morrison, who had the woman Pamela, and John Lennon, who had Yoko Ono. So what happens to a child growing up, allowed to do whatever it wants, programmed in this way, abused, wounded, and is connected to this philosophy? Let's quickly look at, 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 at some of the boys. And as I said, I haven't got into it, but um, when we develop this into a, a 32-hour seminar teachings in a healing ministry, I'll probably get someone to do this or do it myself. But here I'm going to use the example of Justin Bieber. Now look at the transformation of this young man. Um, <clears throat> seduced by older women, apparently, and I, I, I've 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 only got one reference for this so far. But apparently, um, Kim Kardashian used to hide in his dressing room at his concerts. I mean, young men being exposed to sexuality, they get defeated in this area at at. Uh, Pre -teen, late pre-teens or early teens and, 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 and it really defiles their spirit right off the bat. And here he is on the right hand side of this flashing satanic symbols. 
Another interesting set of slides on, on Justin Bieber in slide number 96, and this is something that concerns me. Currently, at this point, you've got Justin Bieber, who is apparently now a Christian and hangs around with the leadership of the Hillsong Church in New York City. Um, I really, truly hope that he has been truly and correctly led to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty scared of the, that, that he's only been exposed to a, a, a grace, 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 soft gospel message that comes from Hillsong, New York, with all what the things that they've been doing with their pastor appearing on, um, with, with Oprah Winfrey and on all the other occurrences that that church has been going through recently. But unless this young man has really gone through some real inner healing and deliverance, I mean, walking around with a, with a t-shirt and a sweatshirt saying bigger than Satan, Bieber, and triple six on it with flashing all these Illuminati symbolisms and then coming in on stage in again that sort of like angelic character. I have some serious concerns. And so these young boys get introduced into sex very early on. Another aspect through education and also through society as well is these boys are being as far as i'm concerned neutered transgenderized look at slide number 97 uh, there's this these books and these programs and this promotion of my princess boy ten thousand dresses jacob's new dress i mean i've got there um uh, a page of what the book would look like on the inside where where this whole Thelema philosophy of do what you will gets imposed on these these young boys i read an article i cannot for the life of me recall where i read it from i read it um oh, i read it yesterday and yesterday's date was the 24th of october 2016 where in america a father had been kept away from his son for a couple of years because of all the um, roadblocks legislatively that his wife, ex-wife had put in place to keep him away from the boy. And she had raised this boy as a girl. And finally, some judge saw light and gave the boy back to the father and the father's new wife or partner and just naturally occurring the boy then reverted back to being a young boy interested in the things that a young boy is interested in and so you can see this very very strong move where the girls have been trained into this warrior princess mode the boys have been transgendered into becoming females you can see slide number 98 as well Slide number 99, you can see it going into the um, the older generation. Now, there's a movie here that I've got pictures for. I can't recall what the movie is called, but there's the actors, and you can find out about that, where, where this guy begins to start dressing like a woman. Apparently, uh, in the, the, the middle photo there, you've got Caitlyn Jenner, <clears throat> 
apparently she's been she's now the 2015 woman of the year um the top slide there is of this man who after 23 23 years of marriage leaves his family behind and starts a new life where he believes that he's a six-year-old little girl and he has a family that is prepared to adopt him and allow him to live like this. And he states that he doesn't want to grow up and become an adult right now. So the transgenderization, the nutrient of men continues. Slide 100, Californication. This is a show that follows a New Yorker called Hank Moody, a novelist that is plagued by alcoholism and writer's block. So he moves to Los Angeles, California. He's a drunk. He's a womanizer. He's, he's involved in drug abuse. And all of this stuff leads to a complication with his relationship with his longstanding girlfriend and his daughter. And so he blames his writer's block on various different um, reasons, ranging from drugs to hedonism to Los Angeles to the departure of his partner constantly blaming other stuff you know inability to say no to any temptation to stand up and say no to stand up and discipline himself into pushing and pursuing uh his 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 partner and and and, and pursuing a life of being a godly man to his daughter you know and so the recurring theme comes in to a man at this age is just sex drugs rock and roll an independent lifestyle you can have your a partner on the side doing her own thing and you can have multiple partners and you can have a daughter or kids and etc etc and so in this you have one of the adverts that one of the episodes that says god hates us another quote i guess i see myself as an enthusiast a drug and alcohol enthusiast slide 100 so we become loser dads there you have a whole lot of pictures where all this stuff gets foisted onto the male. And if you don't have any strong biblical worldview, your programming is now placed before you as well. And I'll go into that at a later stage. Sl slide 102, become the dark warrior. Become the evil dark warrior, but you protect the good. Very, very interesting. All right, let's go back to the programming of the girls. So the girls reach the stage now where they are looking to connect into sort of permanent relationships. So you, you, you get, you're getting them introduced to different and varied shows at the stage. For example, the show Married at First Sight or The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Um, I, I, I'm just without words with regards to entering a relationship of marriage in this in this manner. It it blows my mind on on how they how they do that. Um, they get introduced to shows like the Jersey Shore, reality TV, um group of friends living in a house housemates 
uh, on the Jersey, Jersey Shore in the United States where anything goes. And then the spin-off, <clears throat> Gordy Shore, British reality TV, MTV. I mean, uh, the, 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 one, of the, one of the quotes by a chap in the Metro newspaper, he described it as a gaudy kaleidoscope of six-pack shots, fights, simulated filetto and exposed breasts. The, one of the MPs in central Newcastle described the show as bordering on pornographic. And so this is the model prior to going into a serious, this is your transition for the girl going into the serious phase. You get shows like the Kardashians, multiple sex partners, a party lifestyle, an empty lifestyle. There is nothing there but surface level living. It's all about what's on the outside. It's, it's, it's frightening to see this taking place. And then we prepare for marriage. And so we start to train the girls into marriage. Slide 107, Bridezillas. And again, that, that, that fighting that takes place. Post-marriage, we now introduce them to their next phase. So, what purpose does a woman have once she's married and the children are taken care of? Well, the world says you can become a desperate housewife. Now, take your time and look at 108, slide 108, and just look at the pictures and, and notice the continuation of the apple. Eve holding out the apple. Sex. Promotion of sex. Promotion of, of illicit sex. You know, what goes on behind your house in Wisteria Lane in Eagle State? You know? Slide 109. Sex and the city. Three women in their mid-30s, one in their 40s. All about you. I love you, but I love myself more. Quote from Sex in the City. Quote from Sex in the City. Maybe all men are dr under a drug. Sometimes they bring you down and sometimes, like now, they get you so high. And it's all about sex. It's all about dress. It's all about the superficial. And then the programming continues. Slide 110. The Real Housewives. It's interesting, I was asking my wife a while ago before I started preparing this message, why am I seeing this onslaught of the real housewives of every city around the world? We've got real housewives of Auckland, Melbourne, you name the city in America, we've got the real housewives of. And to top it off now, we're getting the real housewives of the mob, mob wives. Can you believe that? Mob wives. I cannot believe that. It just, it just goes on and on and on. I'm going to end off there. The next session I'm going to give you is going to be a very, very brief 
overview on how to minister to such people who come to a point in their life where they are hurt, they are damaged, and they need to be ministered to. Thank you for listening and God bless.